This is another post by Dr. Joseph Mercola, published January 5th, 2022. It's entitled, Stigmatizing the Unvaxxed and Unboosted. Story at a Glance. In a horrifying altercation, a German police officer denounced the humanity of the unvaccinated. This is but one sign that mass formation psychosis is at work. Quote, mass formation psychosis is the explanation for how the Germans accepted the atrocities by the Nazi party in the 1930s. And it's the explanation for why so many around the world support medical apartheid and the dehumanization of the unvaccinated now. The stigmatization of the unvaxxed is all the more irrational when you consider that the COVID shot doesn't prevent infection or spread of the virus. Quote, fully vaxxed, unquote, individuals are just as dangerous as the unjabbed. While high-level officials continue to use the word, quote, pandemic of the unvaccinated, unquote, suggesting the COVID jab play no role in the epidemiology of COVID-19, there's ample evidence that the, quote, fully vaccinated have a relevant role in transmission and outbreaks. For example, in Massachusetts, 469 new COVID-19 cases were identified during July 2021. Of these, 346, which is 74%, were either fully or partially jabbed, and 274, which is 79%, were symptomatic. This proves the COVID jabs cannot end the pandemic and may, in fact, be preventing it from dying out naturally. You know you've entered the twilight zone of insanity when a police officer tells you you're a criminal simply because you're unvaccinated. That's exactly what happened the other day in Germany. The police officer insisted that the unvaccinated man was a, quote, murderer because he, quote, might infect someone and that he's, quote, not a human. The bizarre altercation was posted on Twitter December 12, 2021. In response, the unvaccinated man tells the cop that he's the one who has, quote, lost all humanity, unquote. Indeed. Who thought we'd ever see the day when individuals are marked as, quote, murderers and, quote, not human based on vaccination status alone? It's beyond irrational. But then again, insanity does not obey reason. And according to Professor Matthias Desmet, a Belgium psychologist, the world has indeed been hypnotized into a state of mass psychosis. Mass formation psychosis is the explanation for how the Germans accepted the atrocities by the Nazi party in the 1930s, and it's the explanation for why so many around the world support medical apartheid and dehumanization of the unvaccinated now. The next section is entitled, You Cannot Comply Your Way Out of Tyranny. The stigmatization and dehumanization of the unvaxxed is all the more irrational when you consider that the COVID shot doesn't prevent infection or spread of the virus. Those who have received one, two, or even three doses are still contracting the infection at ever-increasing rates and are spreading it to the vaxxed and the unvaxxed alike. Outbreaks among, quote, fully vaccinated, unquote, populations, isolated on cruise ships, for example, have occurred on several occasions, proving the shots failed to prevent outbreaks. The COVID jabbed are clearly just as, quote, dangerous and likely to, quote, kill their fellow man as those who are unjabbed. When either decision, 
the decision to get the jab or decline it results in you posing the exact same level of risk to others, how can anyone say that no one that that one is more dangerous than the other? Anyone still capable of clear, level-headed thinking will see that it doesn't add up. Unfortunately, most countries are experiencing a mass delusional psychosis. They have been manipulated into believing highly irrational absurdities. The same psychological operation was at work in the 1930s, when Jews, the old and the infirm, and the mentally and physically handicapped were dehumanized and blamed as carriers of disease and social ills. In the short video above, Auschwitz survivor Miriam Tursky, now 94 years old, describes the incremental dehumanization and ostracizing that took place in Nazi Germany, ultimately ending in the Holocaust. Now we are stand we stand before the same fork in the same road yet again. Many, like the German police officer, are choosing the well-trodden road of repeating history. Next is stigmatizing unvaccinated is unjustified. November 20th, 21, The Lancet published a letter by Gunter Kampf entitled COVID-19 Stigmatizing the unvaccinated is not justified. Quote, in the USA and Germany, high-level officials have used the term pandemic of the unvaccinated, suggesting that people who have been vaccinated are not relevant in the epidemiology of COVID-19, Kampf writes. However, he adds, quote, there is increasing evidence that vaccinated individuals continue to have a relevant role in transmission. He goes on to cite statistics from Massachusetts, where 469 new COVID-19 cases were identified during July 2021. Of these, 346, which is 74%, were either fully or partially jabbed, and 274, that's 79%, were symptomatic. People who are vaccinated have a lower risk of severe disease but are still a relevant part of the pandemic. It is therefore wrong and dangerous to speak of a pandemic of the unvaccinated, according to Gunter Kampf. The cycle threshold values used during PCR testing were also similarly low, regardless of COVID jab status. They had a medium of 22.8 cycles, which minimized the risk of false positive results, quote, indicating a high viral load even among people who were fully vaccinated, unquote, Kampf notes. These data are clear evidence that the COVID jabs cannot end the pandemic and may, in fact, be preventing it from dying out naturally, Camp, Camp concludes, quote, In the USA, a total of 10,262 COVID-19 cases were reported in vaccinated people by April 30th, 2021, of whom 2725, that was 26%, were asymptomatic, 995, 9.7% were hospitalized, and 160, 1.6% died. In Germany, 55.4% of symptomatic COVID-19 cases in patients aged 60 years or older were in fully vaccinated individuals, and this proportion is increasing each week. In Munster, Germany, new cases of COVID-19 occurred in at least 85, that's 22%, of 380 people who were fully vaccinated or who had received, had recovered from COVID-19 and who attended at nightclub. P. 
People who are vaccinated have a lower risk of severe disease, but are still a relevant part of the pandemic. It is therefore wrong and dangerous to speak of a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Historically, both the USA and Germany have engendered negative experiences by stigmatizing parts of the population for their skin color or religion. I call upon high-level officials and scientists to stop the inappropriate stigmatization of unvaccinated people, which includes our patients, colleagues, and other fellow citizens, and to put extra effort into bringing society together. The next section is Human Today, Not Human Tomorrow. It's important to realize you cannot comply your way out of tyranny. If you choose to get the COVID shot because you don't want to be stigmatized, there can be no end to your compliance with future boosters, no matter the cost to you or your family. In short order, a handful of months at most, you will suddenly and arbitrarily be deemed an unvaccinated menace to society again, even though you've already had one, two, or three kill shots. None of that will matter. You get no brownie points for past compliance. At six months past your second or third dose, your status will go from green to red, from human to not human, literally overnight. You're, quote, unvaccinated again, until or unless you get another booster. This cycle will continue until you're dead. Are you game? Is that how you want to spend the rest of your life? The next section is COVID shots keep the pandemic going. More than 80 studies have confirmed that natural immunity to COVID-19 is equal or superior to what you get from the jab. This conforms to well-established medical science, so it's no surprise. It's as it should be. But for the first time in modern medical history, natural immunity is being portrayed as having no benefit whatsoever. Even worse, those with natural immunity are being labeled as dangerous and are shunned and even fired from their jobs for failing to get a shot. Only the jabs jabbed are protected and can protect others, health authorities now claim, even though it's those with natural immunity who are most protected and don't pose a risk to others. The reality and truth, though, is that natural immunity is long-lasting, protects against all variants, and will not contribute to the creation of variants. The same cannot be said for the COVID jab. We now have clear evidence that the shots offer, at most, six months worth of protection, after which the relative risk reduction drops to zero. As just one example among many, a Swedish study published October 25, 2021, found that while the jabs initially lowered the risk of hospitalization, their effectiveness rapidly waned. The Pfizer jab went from 92% effective at day 15 through 30 to 47% effective at day 121 through 180 and zero from day 201 onward. The Moderna shot had a similar trajectory, being estimated at 59% from day 181 onward. The AstraZeneca injection had a lower effectiveness out of the gate, waned faster than the messenger RNA shots, and had no detectable effectiveness as of day 121. This and other studies showing waning immunity were discussed in a December 9, 2021 New England Journal of Medicine interview. As noted in that interview, the Delta variant, which is significantly different from the initial SARS-CoV-2 strain, can infect fully jabbed individuals and its ability to do so increases over time, 
as the effectiveness of the shot rapidly wanes. Aside from waning efficacy, the fact that the virus is mutating within, quote, vaccinated populations also forces it to develop the capacity to circumvent the COVID jab. In short, the deck is stacked against those who rely on the COVID shot to protect them. In the long term, it's a hopeless situation as we cannot inoculate our way out of an epidemic with a product that doesn't prevent infection and spread. That's an epidemic. Sadly, New England Journal of Medicine, rather than promoting science, toes the line of the official mainstream narrative and suggests boosters are the answer. They should know better, which raises suspicions that conflicts of interest likely impact their judgment. Lindsley Baden, one of the interviewees, had received grants from the National Institutes of Health, the Gates Foundation, and the Wellcome Trust, three institutions that more or less openly support medical tyranny and totalitarian rule by a biosecurity-based police state. The next section is entitled The Gravity of Our Situation. In the video above, Dr. Chris Martinson interviews Desmond about the gravity of our situation, seeing how it's rooted in a grossly self-destructive psychiatric condition and one that permits totalitarianism to flourish. According to Desmond, the mass formation psychosis now appears so widespread that global totalitarianism may be unavoidable. He believes it'll take over, as we're seeing in a number of countries already. The German police officer denouncing the humanity of the unvaccinated is a shining example of the brainwashing propaganda that supports and strengthens the totalitarian state and allows inconceivable atrocities to be committed in broad daylight. The question is, what can we do to limit the damage? First and foremost, we must continue to provide true and accurate information to counter the false narratives. Some who aren't yet fully hypnotized may still be routed back to sanity. Speaking out can also help limit the atrocities the totalitarian regime is emboldened to implement because in totalitarianism, atrocities and crimes against humanity increase as dissent decreases. We can also substitute fear of the virus narratives with narratives that highlight an even greater fear, fear of totalitarianism. That's a far greater threat to you and your children by far. Try to appeal to people's memory. Remind them of the freedoms they grew up with. Do they really want to be responsible for leaving their children with zero freedom to think and act for themselves? Also, join with other dissenters into larger groups. This gives the larger majority who aren't fully hypnotized but too fearful to go against the grain an alternative to go along with the totalitarians. Lastly, start building parallel structures within your local communities that address the four underlying conditions that allowed mass formation psychosis to develop in the first place, namely poor social bonding, lack of meaning in life, free-floating anxiety and discontent, and free-floating frustration and aggression. A parallel structure is any kind of business, organization, technology, movement, or creative pursuit that fits within a totalitarian society while being morally outside of it. Once enough parallel structures are created, a parallel culture is born that functions as a sanctuary of sanity within the totalitarian world. By rebuilding society, starting locally, 
into ones where people feel connected and valued, the foundational psychological conditions for totalitarianism are undermined and ultimately eliminated. That's the grand challenge facing all of us.